Hello everybody, welcome back to Mo Man. I'm your host as always, Brian Brian Dash. I'm gonna get to bed. So if you hear stuff moving or my voice sounds farther away than usual, um yeah. Because I'm moving around. And I'm not gonna turn my microphone with me like a rock star, but anyway, like I'm saying I am gonna be um I'm a Christian now, I made it public, I'm a Baptist, I'm happy to be one. Um I got saved um this Sunday actually. It's kinda of weird, uh Work roller coaster days after when my song first began, so um not because I'm a Christian, it's because my my editor is mad at me. I don't know if he'll ever forgive me or not. Um but until then um not to get back at him when we get out there, but until then, um until he apologizes or we get back to being friends. Because he won't accept my apology, so I'm I'm done. Sanatorium, but until he actually um, either accepts my apology or whatever, I'm not going to mention him in any of my videos, nor will I watch any of his videos in general. So, and you can watch him if you want to. I already mentioned his video in a, I mentioned a few of his videos. I mentioned his name of his podcast, and I'm done with that. Now, so, he's going to be my co-host, but after this, yeah. Not so much fun and love with my co-host. Granted, I don't think he'll ever forgive me because he holds a grudge, I know that much. Still has a grudge against stuff that happened like five or six years ago. Which is really upsetting because this would have been our one of our anniversaries. Like our you know, pod, his podcast anniversary was either today or soon, I can't remember. And again, I guess it's all matter anymore. Anyway. Long story short. Right now, um, I'm going to be doing some dashy stories to kind of like the mood. Well, not dashy stories, but my favorite parts of my little dashy. So until then, it's a back relax and enjoy. Let's start with one of, my, one of the most heartwarming parts of the video. Not my favorite, but close second. <laughs> dashy. My little dashy. I love you with all my heart. You have done wonders to open me up for the man I once was. These 15 years we had together, talking, playing, flying, all those have been so special to me. I couldn't ever possibly thank you for it all. I just want you to know that I forever, I will forever and ever love you. If there's ever a problem and you need me, don't hesitate to find a way to get me, okay? Do I have to? Go, Daddy. It's your actual home, Dashie. You don't belong here. But I belong here. With you. You have no friends or anyone else to relate to. I was only taking care of you until this time would come. But I never thought it'd be this painful. I love you, Daddy. And I love you too, my little Dashie. So that's one of them. Probably one of my favorites. Not my favorite, but one of my favorites. Um, this one up next is a really good one. Um, it's when he first finds Dashie. When I saw a small box on the side of the road, it didn't hold any significance, only except the fact that it wasn't like, crushed or destroyed with the littered streets, so I took a look inside. Imagine my surprise when I looked in and found 
Dashie. Hi there. Where did you come from? And when she looked up with those big eyes, my heart exploded twice. She didn't answer me at first, but I knew she would. She was, after all, three at the most and not ready to talk yet. But this leads me to the question, what should I do? Should I take her home? Should I call someone? And then, who would I even call? Considering she's a cartoon character from another dimension, she'd probably be taken to some laboratory and experimented on. That's not life. So, I did the one thing I could do. I took her home. Well, the favorite part was pretty good. It's probably the four scene. That's probably my all-time favorite. <clears throat> I heard you. And I'm sorry too. Dash, you have nothing to be sorry for. This is my fault. It's as simple as that. Dad? Do... Do you still love me? Of course, Dashie. I have always loved you. I still love you. Not even a small fight such as ours could ever change that. I love you, Daddy. And I loved you too, my little Dashie. And finally, the bed scene. Bed. I didn't say bed. I said the bed scene. Now, this story makes you laugh, makes you cry, makes your heart melt. It's so adorable. This one is probably the one that got me hooked on my own story without me even noticing it. I, mean, I wrote it down. My girl, my ex-girlfriend. Oh, she was my girlfriend. She was a girlfriend. So, a girlfriend. A girl that's a friend, not a girlfriend, but a girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend, because she wanted to start something. I said no, and so she cut off all ties with me. <clears throat> <clears throat> so, um, part of it with her and the rest, I start and then I ended it. This was like the first chapter I wrote by myself, actually. So, this is how it goes. I just got done tugging the bed. And that's when she said it. Good night, Daddy. I love you. For a minute, I didn't know what to say or how to respond, but dang it. I'm going to say now because it's true. My heart exploded twice. Not only did she call me daddy, which she has on one occasion, but she said, I love you. As now, I didn't know what to say or what to do, but I remember my parents always did to me. So I talked her in, kissed her on the forehead, and told her the same thing. Good night, my little dashie. I love you too. I haven't moved for an hour now. My mind is so lost in thought. As I put this to say, not only did she call her daddy, which she has done on a few occasions, but she said, I love you. Now, I can see why she called me daddy, saying that I'm the one who took care of her. But tonight, when she said those three little words, I love you, I know for certain now I'm her daddy, and quite frankly, I consider her my daughter. I can't believe it. That she broke the hard shell I have formed ever since my parents died. And now she's given me something more precious I thought I'd never have. A daughter. And one last scene, this is one honorable mention. Every here and there, I'm trying to get Dashi to sit down and play a game with me. She does it happily, but after the movie's over or after I leave the room, she goes to the window and looks outside. I know what she's doing. 
looks outside and wants to be free, like the birds, or that's what she says. Now, I keep her inside, not because I'm afraid of passerbys. I live on a dead-end street of a dying city, so I'm not worried of passerbys. I'm more worried that she'll leave me. But, and again, it's just her choice. Until then, though, I can do what I can to show her that I love her and that I consider her a member of my family. A very valuable member. But I know I can't keep her locked up forever. I keep acting as if she'll be here forever, but I know she won't. Whether it's just a quick poof and she's gone or by some other means. In my deep in my heart, I hope that never happens. But I know one day our time will in fact come to an end. All I can really do now is just enjoy the time I have left with her. Like today. I got a new job that pays a lot more than my old one. Dash even was so excited. She talked about getting a job. I told her she was, after all, still a little girl and not ready to get a job yet. But the look on her face was heartbreaking, so I told her, you know, um, if you move the lawn, it's getting out of control out there. I'll even pay you for it, so you get your own things. Her face lit up when I told her the news. And there is a part where Brian Dash, the character, the character I'm named after, um, does in fact take Dashie to go for a flying lesson in the abandoned park. How does she fly? Well, Dashie runs faster than the speed of sound and the speed of light combined. So therefore, she is able to take flight by running super fast. So technically like a cartoon character. And considering I wanted Dashie to fly without any kind of like um, invention or automobile or whatever. I figured that would be the next best thing. And weirdly enough, it actually was approved by a lot of people. Especially my ex-editor and ex-best friend in the world, Landon. Now, I say that because me and him aren't friends right now. If he wants to come back, then I'll have to give my brother a second chance, which he has to accept with our brothers. We have been, I have, I have done research and we have been brothers in every way, shape, or form by every mythology except that me and him didn't come from the same mother or father. However, we did technically accidentally, we, we were uh, messing around, joking around, and um, he had a scale on the back of his hand, I picked it off. I had a scale on my hand, and so I picked that off and we're like, Blood Brothers, because we're young and stupid, or younger and stupid, and we didn't know about blood diseases and yada yada yada. Luckily, none of us got disease, but we did the Native American uh, Blood Brother routine. Um, we said stuff like, I, Little Wolf, son of Ugum Smark, the spirit of the forest, and Ugum Ugum Big Belly Squatting Bear. Spirit of the Toilet, that's actually what we said. And Lupus the Wolf Spirit and Ursus the Bear Constellation Spirit thing. Because <laughs> we didn't know at a point in time. I now pronounce this Blood Brothers forever and ever, and no matter what happens, we'll always be there for each other. That was a thing we said, and 
I don't know if Ugum Snark would approve because I don't know Ugum Snark at all. I don't even know if there was such a spirit in the American and any of the tribes called Ugum Snark. And they did, they had with some funny names. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, by the end of it, we're like, you know what? There you go, that's good enough. So we became Blood Brothers that day, and that was a weird thing. That was in the book, but we're actually making props for the uh, live action version that we. Thank you. 